0: How many of you uh, folks remember Brother Paul Turner from years ago? Many, many hands. uh, He uh, was like Dwight Haynes. He uh, was a chalk artist and would sing. And uh, one of my favorite uh, drawings and uh, songs that he sang, it was uh, The Lighthouse. And uh, so uh, Brother Paul Turner's in the glories of heaven, uh, but he was faithful he was a very humble, uh, humble preacher, but he was a, he was a blessing uh, of a dear uh, friend uh, to many people. Um, I'm going to ask you to take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 14. Um, I had um, two messages that um, I had to choose from. Of course, I guess I could preach both of them, um, but you, you wouldn't get lunch today, um, no, uh, and I, I really wasn't at, uh, peace, uh, until <laughs> I woke, I woke up at three o'clock this morning, uh, to, uh, to put wood in the stove. And, and so after I did that, I, I prayed and, uh, uh, I, I said, Lord, please, I'd like to know now what I'm going to preach, uh, here in just a few hours. But he didn't tell me that Austin, not yet. And so then about five o'clock when I did get up, um, I, I went and got my Bible out, and uh, the Holy Spirit directed me uh, to preach this message, Jesus in the midst of the storm. And, um, and I will tell you why I'm preaching it, and, um, and I'll go ahead and tell you, uh, I did preach this message um, 11 years ago. And I'll tell you the story uh, about this message here in a moment, but I want to read the passage of Scripture to you. Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse number 22, the Bible says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him and to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water." And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshiped Him, saying, Of a truth, Thou art the Son of God. And may we pray. Our Heavenly Father, I thank You, Lord, for Your Word. I thank You that uh, You have taught me many, many lessons, many truths from this portion of Scripture. Lord, throughout my life, and especially, Lord, uh, in the past few years, you, you've taught me how that uh, you are always in the midst of the storm. And God, we can rely upon you. We can trust you. We can depend upon you. And I pray this message. I don't know uh, why you have let, led me to to preach this message this morning, but I believe with my whole heart you have. And so whoever's here that may be um, uh, either coming out of a storm or or in the storm or going to go into the storm, I pray that they will remember the scripture, they'll remember the truths that you have for them. And so God, you teach us today, you help us today, and I pray that if there's anyone here that's never been saved, that you would speak to their heart, God help them to understand how real heaven is, but also how real hell is, and God that you are not willing that they should perish. and. Go to hell, but you want them to one day be in your presence in the glories of heaven. So, God, help them to realize you have paid the price for their sin. And Lord, again, for us, each of us who are saved, you'll help us to lean upon you now more than ever before. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for being a wonderful church family. Um, I, I sure love you. And uh, and I know sometimes, um, you know, the shirts, I've told you before, my wife, um, I, don't, I don't think I've seen, of course, I had not seen my wife for a while, but every now and then, um, no, I have. You know what? Can I say this? Um, when, when Kim and I were dating, I dated Kim. Um, first of all, uh, she was beautiful. So, duh, you know. No, I'm going to date the ugliest girl around. That's who I know. Um, but Kim... Kim, and she still does it, uh, she, she can fix the greatest pizza in all the world. She did that while we were dating. And, and there's no, she's not going to share the recipe, okay? It's, it's, a, it's from way, way back, okay? So don't even ask her about the recipe. But not only would she fix pizza back then, but she would fix a, a thing of brownies. And uh, so anyway, she was, uh, uh, told me the day before yesterday, she said, I'm, I'm coming, I'm going to be there for a while. She said, you want me to, to fix anything for you? And Brother Michael, I said, yep, I, I want uh, pizza and I want brownies. And it just took me back, way back, you know. That's why, you know. And she said, so that's why you like me, not because of me. <clears throat> no, Kim, I love you for who you are. Um, but but I, want, I want to share this with you. And I hope it will help you. I hope it will help each and every one in here. And I know, uh, where's Brother Jay Cole? Jay, um, his dad went to heaven this past week. And um, and and so, say what you want, that, that's a storm. Chester and I were talking, and by the way, it was a beautiful service that, that I got to attend for, for Chester's dad. And. But but those are the storms, and so I want to share something, be personal in just a moment. But in this chapter, Matthew 14, there are several happenings that have been recorded already. First of all, the beheading of John the Baptist, the miracles of Jesus healing the sick, uh, the miracles of the feeding of the 5,000 plus uh, uh, women and children, and in today's message, it, it focuses on the miracle of Jesus walking on the water, uh, going through the storm. And I read this, I read this, I want you to get this, 11 years ago, January the 13th, 2013, I read this statement. I'm going to read it to you and then I'll tell you how it um, helped me. I read, this experience of the disciples in the storm can be and should be an encouragement to us when we go through the storms of life. When we find ourselves in the storm, we can rest on several assurances. In just a moment, I'll give you those assurances. But that was Sunday, uh, January 13, 2013. Sunday morning, I preached that. Years ago, back then, we had our chapel on uh, Wednesday. I spoke in chapel that Wednesday, finished uh, talking to the to the students, and I was somewhere. The best I can remember, somewhere in this area, and I, I don't remember all the details. But someone said you've got a phone call, and uh, I went to answer uh, the phone, and one of my friends from years ago. She worked back then at the uh, dentist office for Dr. Thompson and Dr. Snecker. And uh, Christy said, uh, "Shake, I've, I've got some bad news for you. The, 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 the first day, the rescue squad just took your mom from the dentist office, and they're headed to the hospital. You need to get there as soon as you can." And so anyway, uh, we contacted the rest of the family, my dad and my brother and two sisters. And we, we all gathered at uh, Montgomery County uh, Hospital, the emergency room, and before we even went in, uh, they, they said, it does, does not look good. And of course, um, we, we didn't know what to expect, but my mom, uh, at the dentist's office, she had suffered a major stroke. And... Um, so they had her at Montgomery. The doctor came in, talked to us, and said, "We're trying to get her. Uh, we're going to rush her to a Roanoke Memorial Hospital. You need to to go there." And by that time, the Lord had given me peace. Uh, no one, my my mom was was not going to make it. Uh, that, there were too many indications, too many signs. So I drove my dad. To the hospital, he was with me in my truck, and and he told me, he said, uh, "Your mom, your mom's not gonna make it, issue." And I said, "Dad, I'll, I'll be honest with you. and I'm not a medical uh, expert or anything." I said, I, "I'll be honest with you. I think, I think she's already in heaven. So just what I thought, you know, because uh, they told said right the end there was no there was no brain activity, and uh, so we we got to the hospital and gathered there, and doctor came in and said. Uh, Said, I said, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're, we're just going to have to tell you there's, there's, no, there's no hope. And uh, of course, naturally, you, um, you're, you're heartbroken. Some of you have been there with a, a loved one, and, and it is heartbreaking. But my mind, my mind went back to the message that I had just preached about uh, Jesus being in the midst of the storm. And I can honestly tell you, because we, we gathered there at her bed, and uh, each of us just um, grabbed an arm or, or her forehead or something, and I said, well, let's, let's pray. Mom's with the Lord, but we're going to pray. And God gave us perfect peace. Uh, you know, <laughs> the world can't offer that, church. Your, your bank account and our government or, or whatever, no, no one or nothing can offer that perfect peace. Only Christ can. And as we prayed, we, we, gave, her, we gave her to the Lord. And, and this was a neat thing. After my mom's passing, we, um, we started uh, arranging for the funeral and all and started talking to her friends. The day before mom passed away, She had a luncheon with some of her old friends. My mom made this statement. My mom said, they were talking about heaven, talking about dying. My mom said, well, I'm just going to tell you, when I go to heaven, I just want the Lord to take me just like that. Less than 24 hours later, God took her just like that. And I don't know about you, that's how I want to go, amen? But I want to preach uh, just for a few moments, and, and, and by the way, Owen, I'm excited. We're, You know, some people say, on um, your attitude. You know, Owen has been saved. He wants to obey God and be baptized. So today, the way I look at it, we're going to celebrate with him, and Austin's going to baptize that young man. And to me, it's a great celebration. Amen? That boy... <laughs> He knows the Lord, he loves the Lord, he loves his mom and dad, and uh, we are church, we get together and and experience this. So give me just a few moments, I want to, with the Lord's help, try to help you, some of you, as you, like I said, you're in a storm, you're going to go into a storm, or have you been in a storm? But number one, and you can look at verse number 22, number one, Jesus allows us to go into the storms. I want you to look at the word constrained and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. The word constrained there means to, he urged them, he encouraged them. You know, the storm came because they were in the will of God. And you answer this for me, Did, did Jesus know that that storm was coming, yes or no? Sure he did. Certainly he knew that. Did Jesus deliberately direct them into the storm? Yes. Now I want to say this. I I, I want to differentiate here uh, two storms. First of all, and I've been in both, okay? But number one, there's the storm of correction. How many of you ever been in a storm of correction where God spanks you behind and gets your attention? Yeah. man. Most of us, some of you are perfect and but, but most of us, we, we fail the Lord, okay? How about Jonah? Jonah's a perfect biblical example of, of being corrected by God. Go preach to the city of Nineveh. Oh, no, 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 I got better plans. Well, God had to send a storm of correction for Jonah. But then church there is also the uh, storm, I could say storms, but there's a storm of perfection, The storms of perfection, that's when God grows us spiritually. To grow, don't miss this, to grow spiritually, we must go through storms of perfection. Um, If we're ever, and I'll back up just for a moment, but if we're ever in the storm of correction... Uh, make sure we get right with God, amen, make sure we confess our sin, make sure our fellowship is restored, our joy is given back to us, but confess and forsake that sin. But if we're ever in the storm of perfection, here's what we do. We trust Him. There's one thing you and I can do when we go through the storms of perfection. Trust Him. How many of you remember the great Bible character that none of us want to be like, Job? Amen. Job, Job said this, though he slay me, yet will I what? Trust him. One thing we, we can do when we don't understand, we don't understand what God is doing, and sometimes that's the way he wants it, but we can still trust him. We can still trust him. I, I, I love this also in Job. He says, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. And when we go through the storms of perfection, God wants us to come forth as gold. And so, number two, I love this. I just love this. It it blesses my heart every time I see it. Jesus prays for us as we go through the storms. Look at verse number 23. And when He had sent the multitudes away, He went up into a mountain apart, To pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Jesus knew, he knew they would need help, they would need strength, they would need faith. And by the way, church, Jesus knows when we need help, He knows when we need strength. Right now, some of you are in a storm and you're questioning the Lord and you're saying, Why? You're saying, How can I get through this? But I've got good news. Jesus Christ is praying for you right now. Uh, uh, Listen to this verse. It's it's all, you ought to mark your Bible here. But in Romans chapter 8, verse 34, listen to this. It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. I don't know about you, one of the greatest honors for someone to me is to say, Shake, I am praying for you. Austin, I have been praying for you. Uh, John, I I am praying for you right now. I am, and I've been telling people, Dean and uh, Trish shared a prayer request uh, Wednesday night. And I said, I've been praying for Michael. I've been asking the Lord. I think that's a great honor when you know someone's praying for you. Church, I've got better news than human prayer, and and that's the high priest, Jesus Christ, praying for us. Going to the Heavenly Father saying, Austin needs help today. Uh, Jessica needs help today. Brother Drew needs help today. And so as we go through the storms of life, remember, there's always our Savior who prays for us. Number three, He will be with us As we go through the storms. In verses 24 and 25, the Bible says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. It says the ship was in the midst of the sea. The ship was not next to the shoreline. The ship was in the middle of the storm. And um, Jesus was... (laughs) Right there with them. And I've been there and I know you have. Sometimes we get in the middle of a storm and we look around and say, Lord, where are you? I'm in this storm all by myself. Anybody else been like that before besides me? Lord, you have left me. No, he hasn't. It may feel that way, but he's promised I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'll be with you in the good times and I'll be with you in the bad times. But he was with them. Jesus Walked on the water to show them, listen to this, he walked on the water to show them the thing they feared, the water was only a stepping stone for him to come to them. You see, any storm that you and I have gone through or in or will go through, he's greater than that storm. He can take you and I through any storm life gives us. But listen to this. Fear and faith cannot live in the same heart, for fear always blinds the eyes to the presence of our Lord. Now, Psalm 89, verse 9, how many times have we used this before? Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. You know, sometimes the greatest thing we can do is to be still and know that God is God. He can still, He can calm the storms of our life. And then number four, Jesus must be our focus as we go through the storm and not what caused the storm. You know, Peter, he was fine as long as he was looking at Christ while he was walking on the water. But all of a sudden, Jesus took his uh, Peter took his eyes off Christ and saw the storm and got scared and began to sink. Lord, help me! Now listen to this, and I, I I'm not wishing storms upon any of you. I'm just saying life is full of storms. But Jesus, you better keep. We better keep our eyes upon Him, looking unto Jesus, the Author and Finisher of our faith. Yes. But looking unto Jesus in the midst of the storms. You know, many of you today, uh, you, you may be in a storm right now, but I want you to remember, number one, Jesus allowed it. Number two, especially, Jesus is praying for you. Jesus is with you. And then number four, always look to Him in the midst of the storm. In Matthew, there are two storms uh, mentioned In in Matthew 8, uh, the storm there, the disciples ask, what manner of man is this? They ask the question, what manner of man is this? In the storm we just looked at, Matthew 14, the disciples declare in verse 33, thou art the Son of God. I'm just saying, I don't know about you, but in my storms of life, and I'll have more, you will have more, but isn't it good to know that the Son of God is going to be with us in the midst of the storm. and it could be in a variety of ways. The reason I preached this this morning, I didn't even remember exactly the, the, the exact date I should have remembered, but this uh, you know, Wednesday from the Sunday that I preached, my mom was going to be going to heaven. Our family, we were going to be in a storm. And Jesus brought back to remembrance everything that I'd preached that Sunday. And so I want to say to you, church, that no matter what the storm is, no matter you can make it uh, till the storm passes by. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. I've asked Mike this morning if we could um, have an invitation song till the storm passes by. Um, First of all, I want to ask you this morning, how many of you are saved? You know that you'd say, if I died today, I'd go to heaven. There's no doubt about it. I'm, I am saved. Would you raise your hand to say thank you, God? Thank you for your saving grace. God bless you. you. May put your hands down? Now, if you couldn't raise your hand, we invite you to come to Christ today, and we'll be glad to take God's Word and show you how to be saved. In just a moment, we're going to stand, and um, I'm going to ask you this question first. First of all, how many of you You are in a storm today. Some kind of storm in your life, you're in a storm today. Would you raise your hand? I'm not going to embarrass you. Just hold your hand up. My hands all over this room. Austin, all over this room. Well, first of all, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for you. And um, if you'd like to come and just give God your storm today and ask Him, To help you, Uh, just come to this altar, and uh, we're going to sing a couple verses till the storm passes by. Listen, matter of fact, you can even look if they'll put the words up on the screen. Wonderful words, wonderful words. And so, Father, I pray for the hearts of these that raise their hand. They are in a storm right now. I pray God that they'll realize that you're with them. You're you've allowed this storm to come. And I pray that they'll look to you as they go through this storm, asking you for help and guidance and strength. Lord, that your grace would be sufficient for them. So God, you bless our invitation. Again, Lord, if there's someone here lost, don't let them leave until they settle that. God, help us today as we go through the storms of life. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Would you please?